to your daily dose of TLC with Tom and Luca. Welcome to TLC with Tom and Luca. Are you ready? I'm ready. You enthusiastic? <laughs> I'm feeling it. Our guest this episode represents our secondary school colleagues working as an art and photography teacher and deputy director at faculty in the wonderful world of Penarth in South Wales. She is an accredited facilitator and truly talented innovator when it comes to using tech to create, develop and design artwork. Laura Hiltelt is a real pleasure to have you on the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thanks for having me on the show, Tom. And um, I'll let you into a little bit about what the podcast is all about, really, um, because I want teachers to be happy. And I feel like when teachers are well motivated, they radiate their happiness into the classroom. And when we first met in Amsterdam, uh, you radiated so much uh, energy and enthusiasm. Um, I thought you were definitely a person to uh, to get to know and to speak to. And, and definitely you've uh, inspired me and I'm sure you have so many of your other students along the way. So, first of all, congratulations, because you are an Apple Distinguished Educator, so well done. Thank you. And did you enjoy the uh, EMEA Institute? Um, I saw one of the, the, the best things you were doing, actually, was, was sharing so many of the, the, the talents of, that you've got, your ideas, your lessons, your tech, your tech tips. You were so um, open to, to share. Is that something that you keep yourself motivated in your role? Oh, definitely, without a doubt. Um, for me, I can't grow and develop as an educator if I don't share my ideas. So what I love when I share my ideas is people will often come back with, oh, that's really cool. Why don't you try this as well? Or why don't you try this out? That might work. And for me, that's where um, I can grow myself and develop better learning approaches to my pupils and different techniques. Um, yeah. For me as well, working with others has been key to my personal development. So as you know from... Um, the ADA Institute, you met my colleagues Richard and Damien and without them I don't think I would have been at this stage in my journey. We really rely on each other to share ideas, to come up with different ideas, develop different approaches in our classrooms and beyond. So And help kind of encourage each other, don't you? Oh yeah, definitely, without a doubt. We've even done things like um, develop transition days, linked to coding and things like that, which is by myself, I would never have come up with any of these ideas. So I think having those people, whether they're in the same school as you or whether they're in a different classroom, but you connect through technology, um, I think it's really important to share. And I'm a little bit jealous of that trio down in South Wales because um, you all, you've all got uh, different talents. You're all bringing something different to the table. But certainly one of the reasons why I decided to do a bit of a podcast like this is because there are a lot of teachers, because I've felt um, prey to this before as well, feeling a bit isolated, feeling like you have got good ideas or you, you, you do want to do things and um, it, put your own stamp onto your part of the curriculum. And it's difficult if you haven't got a school which supports that. And it's difficult if you um, if you feel a little bit isolated. So that trio that you've got um, is is really quite exciting. And you've brought lots of different um, things. You, you kind of complement each other, but in a constructive way. It's not kind of, oh, this is what I'm doing. And um, it's very collaborative. 
Oh, definitely, without a doubt. And we know how lucky we are. We know that how rare it is that you're able to find um, a team that you can work so well with and develop so many ideas with. Excellent. So that brings me on to the question of job satisfaction. So out of 10, where do you think you are? 10 out of 10, without a doubt. 100%. Um, 100%. Really lucky that within my school, I've had the freedom to experiment with technology. So I've had the opportunity to explore different things with the iPad. So I've been lucky enough that my head of department has um, said to me, okay, these are the schemes of work. This is the topic, but explore, experiment with what, with different things with the iPad and look at how you can do, um, how can you improve the scheme of work? How can and you develop? some risks as well. Yeah, definitely, without a doubt. And, so um, I didn't I, ask you this before, Laura, but you know you're 10 out of 10. Has it always been up 10 out of 10 or did you creep up? Did you start off a bit lower? Have you had a bit of a journey to that 10 out of 10? Oh, it's definitely been a journey to 10 out of 10. Um, I think when I started the school, the art department was in a very different place to where it is now. And um, it's been a lot of work between myself and my colleagues um, to develop the scheme of work we have now to experiment with the technology. Um, the iPads are only in the school for a year when I arrived and nobody had really tried anything in the art department using the the technology. Mm -hmm. So it was it's been a journey of learning um also a journey of um trying to get other people on board and yeah the, um, the buying is always difficult especially with technology because I, I feel like technology is the perfect medicine for those people well educators who want to increase the impact in the classroom but re reduce workload right but oh, definitely even if you haven't got the tech support right maybe you're listening you're not really you stumbled across this podcast and you're not very tech savvy um, why else is it 10 out of 10? Is it to do with a culture in your school? There's a, a culture that's developed in my school where, where it's like an open door policy where um, we we don't judge teachers. If we go and observe a lesson, it's about looking at the impact of learning and so that the judgment is in place on the teacher. So we don't have outstanding, we don't have good, we don't have um, adequate or satisfactory we have high well, impact got rid learning. Of the gradings have you yeah they've gone this year um so we've got secure impact and learning high impact and learning and it's looking at um what the pupils have learned rather than whether or not their teacher is adequate or excellent or anything else okay. and we've developed as well um a triad of um peer observations so this year i worked with a history teacher and it teacher um we had to choose a focused um and we chose to focus on collaboration with the iPad. So we then went to observe each other and it wasn't about observing the teacher, it was about observing the learning in the room and what tips and strategies can you take from their lessons to put yeah, into yeah. your own. And I it's love really that idea. interesting. I love that idea because you've got other professionals, they bring their own thing, but instead of the focus being on them, uh, you, you've got a shared goal or something that you're working towards collaboratively so you can you can chip in with your ideas and and it just builds up that culture which is well it invites people into the classroom more and, and makes you less afraid when people do drop in and stand there with a clipboard or an ipad or whatever definitely and i think one thing as well that i would say is that i don't think i would have the job satisfaction if i decided to go with a status quo and i was always trying things out and experimenting things without actually asking permission from anyone. And I think 
yeah that if you if you go into lead you have to take risks and you have to be brave and then maybe ask for forgiveness later on yeah i love that so um we were trying to uh well we are trying to every um kind of episode when we speak to the guests on the show trying to to pin down two or three little tablets to pop into a a first aid um, box for teachers to thrive in teaching, right? So your vitamin D and um, we've had suggestions like, you know, what allows you a hobby that allows you to de-stress, a sense of humour. Would you put being brave in there as one of your your kind of top tips? Um, I think as well, it's being brave is one of those things that you brave in your own classroom. I think if you're if you feel safe and you've built an environment where you feel you can be brave, it makes it easier. And I think particularly as an NQT, I wasn't brave. For me, being brave in my NQT year was making sure that my behaviour management was in place. And I think being brave is different for everyone. Mm. Um, and I think as you go on your own journey and consider the why, why are you doing these things, mm. then I think being brave comes into that then as well. Mm. And just going for it. Yeah. Definitely. Running with ideas. Fantastic. Is there anything else you'd like to add into a, a toolkit, uh, a first aid box? Yeah, definitely. So um, one of the things I think is really important is that in my faculty, we have lunch and break together daily. We make sure that we have the time where we all sit together. It could be that we share ideas. We could show each other stuff on Twitter. We could have a moan about what's gone on that day. Yeah, it could yeah. be just having a chat about home. It could be having a laugh and a joke, um, but mm-hmm. it means that your colleagues then become friends and it allows you then to have that space where you can um, just have a chat and almost relax during that time before heading back into the classroom. And I think that's important because it allows you then to have a fresh head when seeing the next class that comes along, particularly yeah. if you've had a tough lesson before lunch or break. Yeah, and we all get them, and that's the, that's the thing. You can be teaching so many lessons per day, and you can have a complete different morning to an afternoon where one lesson goes well and it doesn't, or you just want to offload, have a moan, have a chat, and that that open door policy that you that you said. I think some schools have like clicks, and it's very important actually to to open up uh, the doors from all the different faculties, from all the different oh, areas, so that the whole school culture is like that it's it's difficult to do but you feel like part of the reason why you've got 10 out of 10 and you're you're hitting that job satisfaction so high is because you're working in an environment like that is that is that fair to say oh definitely and I think it's about getting involved um something that we our PE teacher started this year we do a high intensity training um class on a Wednesday morning before school and it's just meant that I've got to know staff from like know the exams officer I've got to know him better I've got to know the IT manager better I've got to know some of the staff from the humanities department better because of getting involved mm-hmm. and obviously a hit classes and everyone's cup of tea but if there's something going on in your school where is whether it's baking knitting just having a general coffee after school on a Wednesday or something like that just get involved because the more people you know I think that um, you'll enjoy your work more yeah I think so and that's something that uh, Luca before he said about knowing as many people in the school as possible because everyone deserves respect you need to speak to as many different educators as many like you know the 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 people that work in the in the in the school office the administrators the people that that look after your tech and 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 everyone really needs uh 
uh, you need to know and you need to 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 speak to because it's it's a whole kind of school environment definitely and you don't know when you're going to need them as well so it's always useful building relationships with everyone yeah, especially if you're super nerdy like I am and you want to spend half the, the holidays in school prepping your classroom and stuff, which <laughs> is not good, but you need to be on good terms with the caretaker. And I've lost exactly. and, and I've left a lot of stuff in the classroom before and had to drive back after he shut the gates as well. So um, shout out to my caretaker because uh, he's definitely looked after me over the years. <laughs> I think as well for me, one of the other things that I'd put in my toolkit is to realise that you don't have to be an expert at everything. And I think that particularly early on in your career as a teacher you think that if you're going to teach you need to know everything um, but the pupils are by far the greatest asset within my classroom so often um, I'll see something on Twitter and think that'll be really good um, I could use that within this scheme of work and it'll be an interesting twist on what we're doing already um, I'll I'll find the basics of what I need to do with the tech and then I allow the pupils to take control so um, for example um we were experimenting with um drawing on photography and things like that and often the pupils will then say to me well miss did you know you could do this like this and it's really empowering for the pupils to be able to teach the teacher mm-hmm. and to then be able to share that knowledge with the rest of the class yeah imagine a, a teenager turning around and saying that i've, I've taught the teacher is is, is definitely a, a big one for their ego at, at that age for sure oh definitely and it, it makes that it gives them confidence and builds a self-esteem that they are doing the right things and that you know it's going back to maybe looking at that it's not just to the test it's about developing their wider skills and their wider problem solving skills what would you say to um someone who's maybe new into the career of teaching nqt or newly qualified teacher that um is that they're getting to grips with um, their own subject knowledge but they want to give a bit more ownership over to the to their to the pupils to lead a few lessons and a few ideas what would your advice be um, I think that to have a strategy and a plan of what you want them to get out of it. So what are your objectives? So it's really important you have a clear objective of what that you want those people, what's the outcome for those pupils, what do they need to learn? Mm-hmm. And I think um, just maybe offering people some templates. So something I've done recently, um, instead of writing artist essays, um, pupils have been um, given the opportunity to create a piece of research using out-of-the-box apps. So they've been able to use pages, iMovie, um, Keynote, Clips, yeah. so it was up to them um, which tool that they were going to use, but they had to answer all the questions that I provided them in whatever way they wanted to. So it could be through a movie, it could be through presentation, it could be through an, an Apple book, it was up yeah. to them. But it's about, I knew that by the end of um, that task, they were going to provide me with information regarding the artist with their own personal response. And that's so powerful as well to dif- for differentiation, but also if you've got kids with special educational needs, kids with additional um, uh, additional needs, uh, language barriers, EAL children, because if you give them so many different mediums and templates, then they can really draw upon their own strengths, their own creativity to, you know, it's the same as an adult. We, we're the same. Some people like to scribble notes down. Some people like to type them. Some people like to, to draw pictures of them, make video clips, audio uh, recordings of it so what you're doing is 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 really quite um, empowering for your students because you're giving them those options which actually when you're an adult in the real world 
you you find out what what your strengths are anyway for for remembering things and and for digesting bits of information definitely and I think what's really powerful for me is when people then go oh that'd be really useful to use in geography or that'll be really useful in my history lesson um because they are then using those skills across the whole curriculum which I think is really exciting definitely fantastic so um that's smashing thank you very much there's so many great things you've added in there about being brave and and giving it a go about saying it's very important to have an open door policy uh, to empower your students as well so there's some really great um things to add into the the first aid uh, toolkit there and I, and I really do believe that um through your work that you're doing down in south wales and and you personally as well laura are really quite inspiring stuff and having someone that's 10 out of 10 um not only for your colleagues but for your students as well uh, is is hugely impressive and i wish we had more educators in in the world that were that were similar to you so if there were any secondary school teachers or NQTs or even if people um, just want to get to know what you're all about a bit more to get in touch, are you happy for them to contact you? And if you if you are, do you have uh, Twitter feeds or a website or something like that? Yeah, definitely. I'm more than happy to share with um, anyone. So the best way to get hold of me is um, on my Twitter handle, which is at Mrs. Hiltout Art. And you can also find out what I've been up to on my blog as well, which is laurahiltout.wordpress.com. We'll be make sure we will all check it out. Thank you very much, Laura. It's been an absolute pleasure to chat with you today. Great. Thanks, Tom. Thank you for having me on the show today. Get your daily dose of TLC with an educational podcast from Tom and Luca. Subscribe to Prescribe.